0: Hey, this is Samir and you're listening to the Inside Hardcore Head Start podcast. This is a podcast series where we document the journey of creating Hardcore Head Start as a brand. The reality is 90% of startups fail within their first year of existence due to an unclear brand identity, poor company culture, lack of resources, and the list goes on. We want to bring you along inside Hardcore Head Start's journey of navigating from a startup to an established brand. As young entrepreneurs, we will face many highs and lows along the journey, and it will all be documented in this series. Also, we think it's a really cool concept for us to look back 20 years from now and appreciate our starting point. The first episode in this series is called Brand Identity, and we hope you find it valuable.
1: All right, well, the question is, what is Hardcore Head Start? Um We've been trying to put it into a sentence for a very long time but I think we riff onto it and I think the first place to start would be from uh, the man who got us all into it, Dylan Weston. (laughs) Yeah, Dylan. (laughs) Give give us a rundown of what hardcore means to you and it's hard to put into a sentence, I know, because we've been trying to do it for about three years. Put me on the spot, boys. what, What hardcore head start
2: means to me is like, it's in the name. We're trying to achieve and help people achieve head starts in their lives. And we're telling you, hey, we're not like every other brand where we're telling you it's easy. We're telling you it's going to be hardcore to get that head start because that's the reality of life. Life is not easy, right? So if you want to get anywhere in life, if you want to get there quick, it's really hard. So that's what's pretty much we're doing. Hardcore head start. Now, what does that actually mean? We're talking knowledge about many, many things. And a lot of this is revolved around wealth because... It comes down to it in this world, wealth is like oxygen. You need it to live. And the more wealth you have, the more you can do with those resources. So we're trying to help people through knowledge achieve wealth so they get a head start in their life. They don't have to spend time in jobs they hate, going places they don't want to be at, and they can then focus on what they actually want to do in life. And once they've sorted out their initial Uh, you know, problems, they themselves will be happier. They themselves will then infect everybody else around them with happiness, right, which is adding value to them, making the world a better place. And once they've done that in their initial community, we hope that they will have so much abundance in their life and they'll have so much time to gather this wisdom to realize it's not only about them, but it's about the rest of the people in the world, especially those in the world coming from third world countries which it's already hardcore no matter what and to get that head start in their life dude it's a it's a 40 50 year struggle and they may never even achieve it at all so we've been so fortunate living in a place like Australia where we can actually get a head start we can actually do whatever we want but in those places you can't do nothing and if you really really think about it, if you are born in some of like the worst places in Africa and Asia. How do you get out? It's really, really, really difficult because one of the first problems, and I won't go into too much detail about it, is to get ahead in life, you need knowledge. Where do you get knowledge from? You get it from the internet. And what, like, what format is that knowledge in? It's in English. So, one's if you can't speak English, and one's if you don't have enough money for internet. You might not even have enough money for electricity. You're screwed. So that's how lucky we actually are and that's the end goal is to help everybody
1: um, in need. Yeah, so I think that opportunity we've been able to you know, realize through perspective uh, through different uh, journeys that we've taken. Um, Everyone's got an origin story which I'm sure we'll preface with in a later podcast and if you guys don't know it by now you guys will hear it somewhere. Um, But I guess that leads to where the journey started probably six or seven years ago, Dylan, with, with with you starting to uh, mentor and train Samir and I and then a year later, Chrissy G. And yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, so like the current, where we actually are is like, yeah, I just, I don't know, found Joe Rogan, had all this information, went on this journey and understanding that knowledge is so important, just grinded really hard to absorb everything I possibly could even to this day, still doing that. And then I just wanted to infect everybody around me um, with that type of mindset. So, yeah, I just tried to spread the word, telling everybody about it. And then the two people that um, wanted to, you know, actually listen to what I had to say was, yeah, you boys. Um, yeah, Samir and Daniel. So, yeah, but over the last few years, have been trying to express how I look at the world. Um, how I view the world and you guys have been absorbing that and getting smarter and smarter um, every day and it's probably been what five, six years of this journey increasing our knowledge trying to become our optimal selves or to, to reach our full potential and now slowly after we've been doing this we've been starting to attract other people we've got Chrissy G who's been with us for a couple of years getting smart as hell and then we've got probably high quality people around us we probably got just over 10 and you know i can i can see it. it's like a, it really it's hard at the beginning but it starts to go exponential so this is kind of where we are now we've got these 10 high quality boys we've still got a little bit of work to do in terms of the knowledge and all of that um but once you know we're on the right track and we're getting there and once we've got that knowledge in then we're ready to start executing to start a brand to help portray uh help express what we've learned to the rest of the world and try to
1: help as many people as possible. I guess then, you know, the idea of the next coming podcast and what we're trying to document is the process of, you know,
0: figuring out brand identity, our philosophy. um, And that's a little bit about what we're going to be doing in this podcast. Um, We've just gone through um, a video that Chrissy G has brought to our attention about how to build and how to start figuring out brand philosophy, and that's very, very key to the success of a company. So that's what we're going to do today.
1: G found the exercise. Any uh, points you remember from the video that weren't said? Yeah, who did you find it from? What what was his reasons for why?
3: Uh, So there's a a fashion channel on YouTube called The Casual, um, run by this guy named Reggie Casual. I don't know if his last name is actually casual but <laughs> his first name is
2: probably not even Reggie
3: <laughs> but yeah he had this um he had this video on like why um most streetwear b- brands that are starting out why they fail and a lot of them fail because they don't know their philosophy they're just trying to copy other other streetwear brands so he said um, one exercise that we can do as like a team is like try to find like our philosophy and stick to that even during the hard times. It's pretty much like the why. I think it, it kind of relates to um, Shake Shack. So Danny
2: Meyer, he talks about if you're in the restaurant game, everybody knows how to make a burger. She's pretty simple. You you spend two months researching the shit and you come up with a pretty damn good burger. So what separates you is like how you run the actual business, like um, you know how you treat the customers and all of that extra stuff. And it's kind of the same in the, in the fashion game. You put two, three months into it, you know how to make a good hoodie. And it's probably just going to be like everybody, unless it's completely game-changing, you know, just a crazy unique design, um, then it might work. But otherwise, it always comes down. People wear that hoodie, not really for how it looks, that's a part of it, but mainly for what it represents.
0: So I've actually put a link to the video that Chrissy was mentioning. Um, I think that's a really good video. So it's the premise is twenty twenty twenty. So twenty words that represent the the company, um, just what we feel when we think about the company, and then we have to come up with twenty questions. So the twenty questions are
3: like why we chose those words. So each right. word is a question, like why do we choose that word? Why do yep. we choose that word? And then the last twenty is the answers to that. Yeah. And the answers it's- we have to take like. It will take time to think about it.
0: Like- yeah, in the video, he says that um, you should reflect on it for a couple of weeks. It won't just come to you straight away. Um, but I think for this session, I think it's important that we, I guess, cull down the number of words that we have. He says to use 20 words, yep. um, do not exceed 35. That's what he said oh, okay. in the video. Yep. And at the moment, we have 41. <laughs> so we have a little bit of work to do. <laughs>
2: Anyone see any low-hanging fruit that we can chop off? We have loving and love. That's the lowest hanging fruit I've ever seen in my whole life.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can get rid of loving.
1: Spirit doesn't resonate with me as much. Maybe
3: enjoyment and fun. Same shit? Same shit. Yeah, maybe get rid of fun.
0: Enjoyment sounds better. But we also have entertaining. Does that fit in there, in that category? Yeah. Yeah, get rid of one.
3: I wrote cool, but I don't know. I don't really like that anymore. I'm not trying to be like fucking Matthew McConaughey or something.
2: <laughs> well, I think we're changing the perception of what is cool. We are cool because we're fucking...
3: I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if you guys like it, yeah, keep it. Nah.
2: Well, like, what is that? If you ask a person, like, what is cool, they show you some absolute bullshit of what cool is. Like what? Like what would- Like fucking partying, fucking hanging out with the boys, fucking drinking alcohol, fucking spending money on crazy shit, blowing it all on shoes. That's fucking uncool as fuck. Not eating your vegetables, going to Kentucky fucking at 2am. That's uncool. That's what the boys do. The, I, the I Scorchers boys. The, I know about the Kentucky
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> we know too much about the Kentucky. <laughs>
1: No, but people are still stuck in what was cool at high school. Yeah, it's a real kid's phase, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think um, Wiz Khalifa, is it Wiz Khalifa? He's got like a real cool quote. He goes, I always thought uh, going to sleep late was real cool until I realized the real cool shit was waking up at 6am yeah. or waking up at 5am. like, That's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah.
2: Dude, like if I ever see like, I, I haven't seen some people from school, I haven't seen them in fucking ages and they try to act in a way that would have worked when I was in school, to Mm. me. Mm. And every time I see him trying to act cool, I'm just like... (laughs) (laughs) That's what my insides are saying. I was like, dude, she was 20 years ago, boys. We're (laughs) fucking in kindergarten, mate. Grow up.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Bro, that voice was pretty cool. What? (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Dude,
1: we're just essentially making nerds cool. That's what we're doing. (laughs) nerds with social skills that's what we are boys
0: that's it (laughs) yeah in Russia Lex Friedman was saying like when his dad was growing up even now as well um, a little bit changed now but when his dad was growing up he was the best physicist in Russia and the rock stars in Russia were the smart people the scientists the people that contributed to society they were the cool people I feel like that's happening now like with technology yeah people that create stuff make, Mm. make society better Elon. Elon. Yep. I have mixed feelings about Elon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> Let's not go into that. <laughs> God damn Elon. All right. What, wealth and health?
3: Oh, yeah. Actually, keep it.
1: But it just sounds
0: the same, bro. It sounds <laughs> the same, but two different things. Value, quality. Would you say value and quality? Nah, they're different. possibly like you have like Amazon
2: means quality. I mean, means value. Right. Apple, like then they double ups in a way. So however, see how we've got Amazon, I feel like Amazon and value. We chose Amazon because it's a great representation of value.
1: Do you guys want to keep Amazon? Do you want to keep value? I reckon chop value. Yeah, chop value. Keep up and zoning in.
0: I think there's one thing that we're missing here. We were talking about yesterday, Dylan, is What's that? Gary V. We need oh, to put yeah. Gary V on here.
2: Well Gary Venus. Yeah, the way he handles himself in business and in this new age of the internet and all of that. He does it right.
0: His whole um thesis where he says social media has not changed us, it's exposed us. That's so real. Hmm. Yeah. Because now you see all these entrepreneurs that aren't who they say they are, and they get exposed. Whereas if we didn't have social media, we wouldn't have we wouldn't know. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, we were
2: talking about Coffeezilla last night. He's just like, he researches these boys and he eventually just catches them. Just doing the worst shit. It's like on the surface level, it's like so confusing. Like on the surface level, they look all right. They're providing free value, you know, and then there's the first upsell seems all right. Well, that's the first surface level. You're like, oh, I don't want to pay that 30 bucks for that course. And then, that's the first. That's the top of the funnel to the big shit. And then the, the end sale is like a $20,000 course. He's a good boy, CoffeeZilla.
0: He just catches everyone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who is that recent guy that he caught? Oh, Cameron Fuzi.
2: He yeah.
0: got
1: him. Dude, you look at Cameron Fuzi now after you've watched that video. I'm like, fuck. How did I not see
0: this shit immediately? <laughs> I could see it. Like, I saw his, um, uh, what he was selling. It just looked dodgy as fuck. Yeah. It's just like when you're rebranding
2: something else that another person created. Like he was recreating the ascending triangle, calling it like the fucking one two three yeah that's Fooze the stuff. pump or
1: something. That's the stuff you look at. You are like,
0: you did marketing. Up,
1: yeah, it's just my ma-
2: pure marketers. That's what I think. What we need to talk about as well is like we're a company that utilises marketing, not just a pure like marketing company. Like those guys like Fuzzy and stuff. They're just pure marketers, you know, like Ty Lopez, pure marketer. You want to be a company first that provides value, that uses marketing to attract the eyeballs Mm. in a good way, not just pure marketing that's all fluff.
3: And that's why we're doing the philosophy (laughs) voice. Let's go, let's
2: go. (laughs) Uh, What else you guys say?
3: How many words we got, Doc? I never read it.
2: Thirty-seven. Oh, there's freedom twice. Boys, how do you not see this shit, boys?
1: I can't even see this shit from you. I don't know how you're seeing this shit. You're the best eyes in the game. bye That's $10 to the market cap. I'm catching up to Samma.
0: <laughs> Samma's at a 20 grand worth. 20 grand.
1: <laughs> Samma's got 4 mil on the fucking balance sheet, man.
0: Boys. Just, Dude, thank God Canva exists. I'm just saying right now. Canva is a game changer. Dude, even those softwares
2: like the Pixlr and shit. Yeah. I can't believe that shit exists
1: all right we got 36 i think. spirit what do you boys think Alright. all right
3: yeah, maybe potential chop Voting system yeah i reckon take it out i'm not feeling it we'll
0: line by line and then see if it's a potential chop yeah quality all right first is quality stays yeah truth Yep. Yeah. stays
1: impactful
0: yeah Knowledge, yeah.
3: Timeless. I don't know about that. Timeless and elegance. I think we can almost. It sounds like a watch company at this point. Timeless and elegance. <laughs> well, what, what do you? What do you boys mean by like timeless?
0: Time timeless wisdom, timeless knowledge.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Maybe maybe put it in a different color.
0: Maybe that's a sub value.
2: Yeah. I think we should put clay to remind us of the clay advice.
0: Mm. Mm. What is the clay advice?
2: So the clay advice is advice which on the surface level looks like it's helping you, but it's actually taking you on like a mental roller coaster, like going downhill because it's just, it's not actionable. Like they give you like how to enter a stock. Like that's the biggest clay advice. It looks like it's helping you because they're telling you how to enter but you don't know if their way of entering is good. They don't know if their way of entering will help your system. You know, it's just added extra information to actually confuse you to find out what the actual truth is. It's like the true value comes from serving all the knowledge in a specific order in the most simple way possible so people can just, you know, it's like served on a dinner plate. Here's everything, A to Z. But what their clay advice is doing is like, hey, here is the letter G. They don't give you A, B, C, D, E, F first. Because they just give you G,
1: it's clay advice. It's also marketing as well. Like they give you the G and they're like, oh, to find out the A to whatever the before is G, buy my course. Mm. To find out how to then understand the basics and then use it post understanding G by my other course. But it's just like, it can be confusing. Like, you know, it happens a lot
2: in many fields. Like, say, when they teach like a drop shipping thing, they're like, how, like, oh, maybe it's maybe your topic is how to make money, but they don't weigh it out and say, well, what is the actual best way that has the highest probability to make money? Is it drop shipping? Is it starting a restaurant? Is it investing? Is it working your ass off? Is it starting a fashion brand? What is it? And is it for you? That's why I really like our advice based on investing because it's for everyone. Everyone needs it. But not everyone needs to start a fucking fashion brand. Not everyone needs to do drop shipping. Not everyone needs to do a restaurant. That's like very specific. But everybody needs investing. So if they're teaching you how to do, you know, how to rename your product at this time on the, you know, Amazon or whatever to get more sales, it's just clay advice. It's just, and then it's distracting you away from the truth, which is, hey, you probably should just start off with investing because that shit works. And you might have opportunity costs by going out into all of these other different things and there's just too many of them. And the problem in the world today is there's actually too much information, not curated and not delivered on a platter saying, well, this will work for 90% of you. You know, it's always like, Mate, that shit never works for anyone. What is, the, what is the success rate of the average course? Like, imagine there's a fashion course. What's the success rate that it works? It's less than 1%. What's the success rate of our stuff?
1: Given enough time, it's 100%. It doesn't factor in the right people, just factors in the people that want money. Hmm. Uh, like, like we said, I mean, we, talk, we said it four times already. They're all just marketing companies, they're marketing something better than what they have at this point in time. The marketing change, the marketing potential freedom, potential wealth, but it may not be right for you. There is possibilities in how to do it, and even like saying, like
2: when Gary Vee's talking about the self awareness first, that's what we should talk about too is like have your self awareness so that try to focus on that really long to figure out actually which path you can actually succeed at. It's kind of like if you're short as far three four, and you go to you're like, this guy's sitting on an NBA course. I'm going to do my stretches. I'm going to start grinding, doing cardio. I'm going to start practicing five hours a day. This is how you do the fucking three, f- free flow, uh, throw. Mate, self-awareness, mate. You're three foot.
1: <laughs> yeah, good luck, bro. bulla <laughs> As Hasbulla. Yeah. As- 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 <laughs> <Bula. Dude, laughs> Imagine him playing. As- As- bulla versus LeBron, one-on-one. As
0: bulla As-
2: I hate it when I mean, people say, like, height doesn't matter and it's bloody Allen Iverson. I'm like, I don't give a fuck
1: about Allen Iverson. He was a freak.
0: <laughs> he's, right? a he's got Anom- natural Anomaly. genetics, He's a first off. yeah, <laughs> you
1: guys know how big Allen Iverson is? Well, do you know his height is? Isn't he, like, still six foot? Yeah, he's fucking huge. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> I, I hate I'm it when sure. people
0: make that comparison. But he's
1: fucking six foot. So he's taller than
0: me and Summer. So it's, it's also like, I want to drop out of uni... Because Bill Gates dropped out of uni, but Bill Gates is fucking smart. (laughs) He has a plan. Yeah, it's that, and he dropped uh, out of Harvard, boys.
1: (laughs) I think there's a difference between dropping out of Harvard and a fucking community college.
0: Same with like Zuckerberg. Like, have you seen that video when Zuckerberg got into Harvard? He was not impressed at all. His reaction was, "Yay, watch that shit." His
1: reaction was no shit. (laughs) (laughs)
0: The average height of a basketball player is six six.
1: Just to people's brains. It's, but it's like people say, like, oh,
2: you know, like, yeah, you can still do it when you're short. But I'm like, mate, you want to choose it so the probability of success is so high and it's easier. Do you want to be running uphill or do you want to be running downhill? The self awareness allows you to choose your hill.
1: Ooh. That's fire. I think you should talk about Naval's principle as well. Uh, what Naval said recently on, on a podcast is he. He regrets actually motivating anyone to ever start a business. Mm. Because it's not for everyone, right? Simply, it is not for everyone. You can't be there 24 hours a day motivating, mentoring someone to actually become a successful business and a business um, entrepreneur. Like, not everyone is meant to be the fucking CEO of Amazon. Not everyone was meant to be the CEO of a small business. Not everyone's meant to be a dropshipper. Not everyone's meant to be a can fashion designer or own their own fashion business. But everyone can do investing. There is no barrier to entry. Like There's another example. like, Say we know a guy who wanted to start a, a phone case
2: business. And he might come to the ideas like, boys, oh, I've got this idea for a phone case business. And then we need to first, we shouldn't say, you know, go for it. We should actually say, and motivating, we should say, have you really thought it through? Have you done the deep work to know if it's actually a viable thing? Or are you going to lose all your money and waste all your time and end up at Kentucky?
3: <laughs> that's something that's happened in my, in my life, actually. <laughs> we, we Ended uh, up at Kentucky. The phone case thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nah, I used your example. Gee,
3: <laughs> I thought so. I was like, "Fucking, I've heard this before."
1: Gee, he said one of our friends, so it wasn't fucking suspicious. And then Gee just goes, "Dude, because in fucking a year didn't or something." I hear some them, shit, with my friends. In a year when we put
3: this out, your friends to be like, "Oh, this motherfucker." Now nah, he would have forgot hundred percent. It was such a like in the moment thing.
0: But you know, speaking of people that shouldn't start a business, um. I know, like I started a dropshipping store myself and it didn't go as planned because my intentions were wrong. Um, I was in it for the quick buck and I feel like that's what most people are in it for. Um, But starting a a company as a collective, that's a whole different thing. Um, And I realized personally that I don't have what it takes to be a CEO, but I have the skills and the drive that it takes to build a company with people. So I feel like you should have that self-awareness and also you need to like come to terms with your ego. I feel like it's an ego play when people say I want to start my own company. It's just yeah, for ego for sure. most of the time. 100%, yeah. But if you have if you know what your skills are, what's what's bad about being number 3 on Facebook? People are scared of that shit though. Yeah. People, people they are like, scared <sighs> of that
1: shit. The ego drives and be like, nah, i got to be number one or else someone's doing better than me. Someone's always going to be earning more than me. Someone's always going to be in a better position than I am. Someone's always going to be anyway. Do what you are the most probably being successful in and are happy doing forever. What is work to others and play to you?
0: I feel like here now as a company like we have a really good mix of different skills, people and the culture. It feels right to me. It feels like we're on the right track. Couldn't agree more. Yeah,
2: that's what I was saying the other day when Samuel was asking me like what should we do to, you know like what are we doing to be in the most efficient way possible? I think maybe one of the first things is to realise what we've actually done. Like, in terms of getting the boys together, training the boys up, align the boys, like, even having that thing where you say, like, it feels right, that's a milestone. That's one of the stepping stones to actually get to building the company. So I was like, it's all this behind-the-scenes shit that is actually very valuable. Because without all of that behind-the-scenes shit, none of the future shit works.
1: Also, arguably, some of the harder shit to do.
0: Yeah. It's the hardest. So how many times have you, have you boys heard from other people, oh, you should never go into business with your friends? How many times have you heard that?
2: I think the, one of the bigger things as well is like, you know, sometimes um, they see that because people cannot face the, uh, you know, what is it, the criticism or the, you know, when it's like a weird scenario, when you feel awkward talking to one another and, you know, giving feedback and all of that. That's why a lot of the time, like when we look at Chrissy G, we call them, might have to edit it out. I'm not sure if it's politi- polit- politically
1: correct, but we call him a
2: you know? So now we have called him a many times. <laughs> His reaction is he smiles.
1: That's what a preface. That's just it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so now Dude. we don't have to go to him and say, hey, mate, I have to tell you this. But he's just like, hit me, mate. You've called me every name in the book. Yeah. I'm fucking thick as stone now. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs>
3: Um, speaking from the community, <laughs> I consent of Dylan calling me that. <laughs>
1: oh, ooh, G is the consent.
3: Good shit, G. Just in case anyone wants to cancel him. <laughs> Dude,
1: funny shit is. Funny. funny shit is G's <laughs> calling <God, laughs> motherfuckers. Yeah. Doesn't mean kettlebell. I can't be in the community. <laughs> yeah, but I think the point there—it was a very extravagant point—but the point is. Uh, We've also been able to reduce our egos and we've put work into reducing our egos and built thick skin where Dylan goes, mate, whatever that was, was terrible. And I'm like, all right, fair enough.
0: (laughs) But also I've, I feel like everyone also relates to this. Um, What we are building together is something bigger than us. That's why we want to be here. We don't have to be here, but we want to build something bigger than us. That's, gonna have a positive impact on the world because we all have a different why but in a way it's similar all right so we've got about 10 minutes all right let's try and crack these words down so we stopped at clay we've got elegance next elegance should we get rid of elegance isn't elegance in quality though i feel like elegance is like the classy
1: without using a bad example of we are that guy in the suit like we we identify as like professionals we are experts we are classy we are elegant in the way that we act the way we speak the way we communicate i mean that's 35 right there to be fair
0: well we don't have a lot of time so let's just run through that list quickly yeah. and then in the next session we can color down further talk about what we why we want those specific words
1: all right quality truth impactful knowledge clay elegance apple amazon entertaining energy Generous spirit, strategic, happiness, wealth, health, earth, investing, youth, community, aesthetic, trading, enjoyment, acceptance, kaizen, travel, philanthropy, education, stoicism, love. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, G, I was feeling that shit. Dude, come back in with it, Jay Trust, ooh, cool. freedom, abundance, got vibe.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yo,
1: yo. That's
2: a we solid out.
0: list so far, boys. We are Good out. shit, boys. All right, let's uh, wrap it up here. Um, so next session, we'll start going deeper into these words and why we chose these words. Cool, boys. Well done. Let's yeah. go.
1: Backer up. Back it up.
2: Back Backer up.
0: up. Thank you for listening.